Hello, Rev Brad here. You're listening to the podcast From the Touchline, a production of Soccer Chaplains United. I recently visited Cambridge, England, and while I was there, I learned an interesting piece of football history. Apparently, the first known instance of codifying or writing down the rules of association football or soccer happened in Cambridge. Story goes that in 1848, a group of Cambridge University students wrote out a set of 11 rules. They nailed these to the trees surrounding Parker's Peace, a large grassy park in central Cambridge. Today's rules of the game are different, but it's been interesting to see how these Cambridge rules have influenced and impacted the beautiful game. For the next few weeks, we'll look at the Cambridge rules of 1848 and talk about some parallel spiritual life lessons. So stay tuned. We take a look at this week's rule right after this. Just a little off foot, thinking he's going to go far post. Not strong enough with his right hand. Whips that one in. Far post, almost made him in, and they have. He has the hat trick. The second in his career. The third of the night. The hat trick hero. Talked about you're not going to be able to sustain that kind of pressure. To the corner. Goes towards the near post. And you're the angle, and what a goal! What a goal! Rule 6. When the ball is behind, it shall be brought forward at the place where it left the ground, not more than 10 paces, and kicked off. So part of me thinks that rules 5 and 6 ought to be combined, but then we'd only have 10 rules and not 11. And 11's an important number for soccer. So we've already talked about reset points and boundaries. Let me pick up on a theme here of restoration. The ball coming back into play, into play, you know, today this happens through the goal kick, the corner kick. It's about resuming play, resuming action. And I think that we can take today's Cambridge rule number six and speak more to the process of restoration. We all need restoration. Restoration in life can play out in a number of ways. We can talk about it in terms of inanimate objects. We talk about the restoration of a house or a car, for example. Restoration can also be about physical or health kinds of things. Christian Eriksen, for example, the Denmark footballer who collapsed and nearly died during a football match, that's a recent example that comes to my mind. He's been on a journey of recovery and restoration, but today is a footballer with Manchester United Football Club and still aiming to play for his nation in the World Cup. We can talk about restoration in terms of relationships, a child who's lost trust, a footballer who abandoned the team or didn't live up to an agreed-upon expectation. There are processes and pathways for restoration to a position, a status, toward membership or relationship. The Bible speaks to restoration. In fact, we might say that restoration is one of the larger meta-themes. God actively works to restore a relationship with humankind. But the Bible speaks practically as well to some of the processes of restoring a broken relationship. In Matthew 18, Jesus lays out some steps for restoring someone close who's lost their way and fallen out. You can read verses 15 through 20 to look more closely at it, but essentially Jesus lays out some steps. Go to the person one-on-one if possible. If that doesn't work, go with a trusted person or two who can be part of the process. If those things don't work, then set up a meeting that involves the larger community or the team. And if none of this works, well, it's time to go your separate ways. Notice how our Cambridge rule of 1848 has the ball brought back to the place where it left the ground. There's a sense that sometimes when we have a conflict or we need to restore a relationship, 
we sometimes need to go back to the place and time when the relationship was broken or the fellowship was lost. Well, I want to press pause right here for a moment and tell you about something special happening. Take a minute and listen to this. Hello everyone, Rev Brad here. Just want to take a quick moment to share something I'm really excited about. Something big is coming. World Cup 2022. And this World Cup, Soccer Chaplains United is producing and publishing a devotional entitled, The Light is Coming. It's a collaboration of several Soccer Chaplains United chaplains, and we're going to look to have it available on Amazon beginning November 1st, just in time for the World Cup. It's an eight-week, 80-page devotional with illustrations, and it features readings that mirror the different weeks of World Cup, Advent, and Christmas. Each week, three different authors interweaving themes of faith, family, and football around a common weekly theme. You're sure to enjoy it. Amazon, better yet, Amazon Smile, will be the place to purchase your print-on-demand copy. And we're going to have it available in ebook format for English, Spanish, and Portuguese as well. Anyone who loves soccer is encouraged to reach out to us. Email us at info at soccerchaplainsunited.org. We'll give you information on how to get bulk rate discounts. Are you hosting a World Cup watch party? Grab a few copies to give to fans and friends. Does your church, club, or rec team have some World Cup fans? We'll get some copies and give them away. This edition of the World Cup is special. It's the first time happening in this part of the year and first time happening in an Arabic country. And we'd love to see this devotional get in the hands of many this World Cup season. Find out more information on SoccerChaplainsUnited.org or by emailing us at info at that same web address. Well, have a great Advent and Christmas and have a great World Cup. As we get back into it, another interesting thing to note here about this Cambridge rule is that there's a little bit of relief from the boundary. I think there might be some wisdom to be gleaned here too. You know, if we're constantly dealing with brokenness or relationships that are in disarray or disrepair, if our backs are constantly against the wall or if we're constantly on edge, it can make for a mess of things. I think it helps to get a little distance from the situation and the moment so that we can get the ball back into a place as it were. You know, maybe we need a little bit of time. Maybe we need a little bit of geographical distance. A final word from scripture on restoration. Paul writes to the church in Galatia. He says, if someone's caught in a sin, those who are mature and spiritual, they should work to come alongside and restore that person gently. I think this might be referring back to Matthew 18. Hey, look, think about these ways. Think about the way to do this. And the phraseology that Paul uses here has the imagery of a doctor who sets a fractured bone back into place. I think this is helpful. Think of our day and age right now. We live in a cancel culture. Yes, I think we have to call out sin. We We have to fight for justice. But we also should look for and hope to restore people back into relationship. And that's where I think our world is missing it right now. High sense of justice, but a lack of forgiveness. It creates this hellish place on earth. We, we end up living in isolation with no hope of restoration. Friends, footballers, let us consider the need in our world for restoration today. Let's find the places where the ball has gone out, gone behind. Let's bring it back in. Let's build in a little bit of cushion, a bit of relief, and try to get the relationship and the game back into a healthy and vibrant place. That's a good lesson, a life lesson, from this Cambridge Rule of 1848.